Thank you for listening to this new episode of the podcast, By the Still Water. We hope these messages will encourage your lifelong search for the God of heaven. Thank you for listening. It is considered one of the seven wonders of the natural world. The migration of the blue wildebeest across the plains of Kenya and Tanzania involves more than a million animals. They move in a 300-mile loop, and an individual herd can be dozens of miles long. The path takes the animals across rich African plains and across a number of rivers. As these huge groups of animals move, they attract predators in the area. Lions, hyenas, and leopards all prey along the edges of the massive herd. But it is the river crossings that often draw the most attention. Hundreds of giant Nile crocodiles, some weighing over a thousand pounds, lie in wait for the wildebeest to leap into the water. Their massive jaws lock around a struggling animal and pull it into deeper water, where it becomes a feast for the crocodiles. Yet the wildebeest keep coming, and most cross the river safely, only to be faced with the same challenge at the next river and the following year, when the same animals cross the same predator-infested waters just to get to the other side. When a thinking, rational person witnesses this slaughter, it is hard to grasp. Tourists have been known to scream and plead with animals to turn around or don't go there. Yet the animals cross at the same place they did the year before, driven by the instinct to complete the journey. They never learn. We have discussed the message from the God of heaven to man, the message found in the Bible. Part of that message is the nature of the relationship between God and man. One of the pivotal moments in the story is when a man named Abram is instructed to leave his home and his clan and travel to a land he had never seen. From Genesis chapter 12. Now the Lord said to Abram, Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land I will show you, and I will make of you a great nation, and I will bless you, and I will make your name great, so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and him who dishonors you I will curse. And in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. One of the things that is often missed when people read this story is to assume that Abram would follow these instructions. There was every reason for Abram not to leave. He was leaving the safety of his clan. He was leaving the comfort of his culture. He was stepping into the unknown just based upon what God told him to do. But yet... He made the choice to do exactly as God instructed him to do. Later in Genesis, this commitment is further described. And he believed the Lord, and he counted it to him as righteousness. And it is here that we have the basis of the misunderstanding. This passage said that Abram believed God. Yet what is described in the story of Abram, later his name would be changed to Abraham, is the actions of a man that followed what God told him to do. Abram listened to God and chose to obey. Here's where we see the contrast between the wildebeest of Africa and men such as Abraham. The animals, both prey and predator, follow instincts and behavior patterns repeated for untold centuries. 
They follow the same path. They jump into the water of the crocodile-infested river. The crocodiles are there waiting for them, all in a mindless pattern and not driven by choice. But humanity is different. The actions we take are the actions that we choose. We are not driven by a compulsion so strong we fling ourselves into certain death. We can say to ourselves, turn around and go back. And in the same way, we can choose the path of action that leads our life and mind towards God, or we can choose to move away from God. We are free to choose. That is one of the things about the story of Abraham that is so remarkable. He chose to follow the statements and promises of God and was described as faithful. This is a pattern that tracks through the Bible story. The heroes of the story are those that made a deliberate choice to follow God's word and his promises. The story of Noah is the story of a man that did exactly what God told him to do. The stories of Naaman, Hannah, Daniel, Peter, and Paul and many others that found themselves at a crossroads of acting as God commanded or choosing to turn away. The story is also filled with the people that came to a similar crossroads and chose to reject the commands and instructions of God. They are those that are examples of failure, rejection, and disaster. Adam and Eve rejected the simple instructions of God and lost the garden, King Saul rejected the instructions of God and was removed as king. Many others made a similar choice and lost out on the blessings of God. So when we use words such as command and instruction and law connected to our relationship with God, we are talking about the opportunity to make a very deliberate choice. Following God's word is not like animals running on instinct. God sees us differently than a wildebeest or a crocodile. He wants us to deliberately learn and to choose to obey those commands. This is not a popular point of view right now. In the minds of many people, instinct and passion should rule someone's life. To make a choice to think beyond their appetite is somehow dishonest and harmful to the person, but it is instinct that drives the wildebeest into the jaws of the crocodile. To allow passions, appetites, and instinct to rule our lives pushes us to the riverbank of destruction. Paul, in his writings, spoke many times about this focus on self. This is just one example from the book of Philippians. For many of whom I have often told you and now tell you even with tears, walk as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their end is is destruction, their God is their belly, and they glory in their shame, with minds set on earthly things. Paul's readers would have been familiar with this type of thought organization, where the conclusion is stated first, and the process is described after. That is not how we often organize our thoughts, so let's rearrange this statement in reverse order. Here it is. From our point of view, for many of whom I have often told you and now tell you even with tears, walk as enemies of the cross of Christ with their minds set on earthly things. They glory in their shame 
Their God is their belly, but their end is destruction. But we can choose something different than the path that leads to destruction. We can make a deliberate choice towards the God that is pleading with us to not be a part of the herd and for us to follow a different path. We can learn what God demands of us to complete the statement like Abraham that we believed God and it was counted as righteousness. If you are not so sure that the statement can apply to our lives, be aware that that phrase is quoted three times in the New Testament. One of those quotations is found in the book of James. Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered up his son Isaac on the altar? You see that faith is active along with his works, and faith was completed by his works. And the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him as righteousness. And he was called a friend of God. You see that a person is justified by works and not by faith alone. James uses the phrase, you see that faith was active along with his works. What that means is that, like Abraham, our actions, choices, values, and attitudes all reflect that free choice to follow the instructions of God or not. Actions and choices matter. We can be more than mere beasts. We can recognize more than mere instinct. We can choose something greater and wiser than following the herd into the river infested with crocodiles. We can deliberately move in a different path, the path that God has given us towards hope and towards rescue. Let's be more. Let's choose God. Thank you for listening to this episode of By the Still Water. It is our desire that these messages reflect the true Word of God. If you would like to reach us, you can reach us by email at bythestillwater2024 at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook at By the Still Water Podcast. Please consider subscribing. This will alert you to new episodes when they are made available. Again, thank you for listening.